more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. Sunny and seven today, a low of minus one tonight. Tomorrow, four with a chance of flurries. Right now, it's minus six or minus 10 with the wind chill. The Oilers host Minnesota at seven o'clock tonight. They're wearing the third jerseys, and we've got tickets for you at 8 30. We've also got a concert announcement coming up in a few minutes. 213 Canadians and family members have been in quarantine at CFB Trenton for two weeks. And as they're just about to leave, another 255 Canadians landed last night from Japan and they are now beginning their two weeks in quarantine. Another 47 have remained in Japan because they tested positive for exposure to COVID-19. They were not allowed to board the flight home. It's easy for me to say because I'm not in quarantine, but it seems like they're taking this seriously and kind of handling it properly, right? I mean, because, of course, once it spreads, you can't stop it from spreading. That's the key. They sure are, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like they're doing a decent job. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I don't think I could be, can you imagine if you had a cabin that didn't no, have a window? No, we were talking You're about like, that last night with my mom. It would be just like, and I said, the only people that would have it worse on that cruise ship would be the workers because they'd be dealing with a whole bunch of really angry people. You're stuck on the ship too, just like them, and they their accommodations are worse. Well, when this is done, then they have to do two weeks of quarantine. Right. I so think I can just... handle it. Yeah. I think I was built for oh. quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I'd like Give to... me a remote control and some Cheetos <laughs> and a little COVID. No problem. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, look, here come the texts. Now, Canadians are actually Googling coronavirus more than any other country in the world, even though the number of our cases is minuscule compared to other countries. No one here has died yet, hopefully. Nine have tested positive here in Canada. Now, people around the world are rallying and raising money for a nine-year-old Australian boy after a video of him crying, telling his mother that he wants to die after being bullied at school because of his dwarfism. I don't I don't think we should play it because it's kind of dark. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just heart-wrenching. And so celebrities and athletes have been offering encouragement. The video has been viewed millions of times and a GoFundMe to raise money to send him to Disneyland. They wanted to raise $10,000. It's already over $140,000. $40,000. Nice. It's a, you'll, you'll see the video if you look for it online. All right. The Tennessee Takeover is back. We're taking a jet full of listeners to Nashville, Tennessee in May, flying direct with luxury accommodations and a private in-light only party with a country music superstar. We'll announce that person and start playing next Monday morning at 7. Coming up in a few minutes, the we've got a concert announcement. We've got tickets for that with a too early for a question question and tickets for tonight's Oilers game. You can win those at 8.30 this morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. That's what's trending. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time to play the too early for a question question this morning. The question is simply this. Almost three quarters of people have consumed this product when it's expired, Crystal. That's the... Uh, I check all the dates. You do, eh? You and would. And my husband's like, oh, just eat it. Just eat That's it. like literally how things work at our house. Don't waste it. Just eat it. All right, Blake, what do you think the answer is this morning? Sour cream. Ooh, sour cream. I guess, you know, it doesn't matter if it's expired, right? It just makes it quirk sour. Right. Yeah, you know what? It's not sour cream, buddy, but thanks for the great guess. I only like it so tangy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Suzanne, what do you think the answer is? I think the answer is salad dressing. Ah, that's a funny one. Because, Chris's house, for sure. Yeah, like a week ago, Matt, snoop it in the fridge. How many expired salad dressings were there? Do you remember? There's some like 10 or 11 expired ones. <laughs> it was outrageous. I feel bad for Karen because, I mean, yeah. she keeps a tight ship over there at the Sheets household. She was embarrassed. She was embarrassed. But uh, do you have a lot of expired salad dressings? Probably two or three. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. There's a ranch in there from 2017. <laughs> oh, well, that would go 
Quickly. They love the ranch, huh? The drinkers. Did that's you see the key. Ranch drinkers. Oh yeah, my. Oh, they put it on everything. My daughter's a ranch drinker too. I know what you're talking about. It's not salad dressing, but thanks for the great guess. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets. We've got Crystal Darsh here, and Matt DeBurs as well, and we're talking about unconventional smells because of this McDonald's thing where they're actually making candles that smell like all the condiments that actually make a burger, and uh, that smell. I I like the McDonald's smell. I'll be honest with you, Matt. You were saying that you like the the grease smell. There is this this you know you get close enough to a McDonald's, say within fifty to one hundred meters. Yeah, you can smell the outside. It's not quite what it smells like inside. Yeah, but it's just like it smells like home. Yeah, it smells like home. It smells like comfort. What about the smell of a concession at a, at a hockey rink? Oh, that's a great one. Mm. It's There's the B.O. wafting from the dressing, dressing rooms. <laughs> you can smell the vinegar because that's you have to have vinegar on your fries if you're having concession fries. Yeah. And you smell yeah. the old oil that's probably been in the fryer for three to four yeah. years. And the bag of gravy. Yes. The bag of gravy. Yeah. Crystal, you probably haven't been to a lot of... Hometown arenas, but well, I have, but I just don't like to know too much about what's going on behind the counter. Right you now. don't trust me. You, you've, never. You've peeled back the late lid, and I'm. This happened in the old days. I don't want to know when we were when Carter was playing hockey in Devon, and we had to work the the concession. That was one of the things you did as a parent, right? And uh, they literally had a bag of gravy, and it was just this bag, and it was. How'd like, you I, heat it up? I, Microwave. I I don't remember. Kettle? They would they didn't let me near the bag of gravy. I don't remember exactly, but I don't know how long that bag of gravy was there. Like that's the, my rap name. They call me Bag of Gravy. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> is that is that the gravy that goes on the fries? Yes. What else does it go on? Yeah, because it's Cineplex. When you order, uh, you know the poutine, you right. watch them open the little thing and they they put the cheese on, and then the gravy they scoop it. I'm this sure ain't it as never fancy as the Cineplex gravy. Trust me. <laughs> and I think it's changed. The Devon uh, concession now is really nice. They've they've redone the whole rink and it's really nice. But back in the olden days, it was a different situation. Oh, I can't ta- wait for my kid to go back to arena so I can just yeah chug gravy. Yeah, you are going to do that, <laughs> DJ. We're talking about unconventional uh, candle smells and is chili on a cheeseburger. Ooh. Okay, okay. You've got our attention. But, you know, I have never found anywhere where there's chili on a cheeseburger. Can you help me out? Oh, you want the chili on a cheeseburger. It sounds like yeah. Yeah, you're chasing the chili dragon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it sounds there's a business opportunity there. Maybe we need to start a burger joint that has the chili on the bacon. You know, I'm born and raised from Winnipeg. Poor me. <laughs> yeah, yep. you can't find one. But let me tell you, they had a lot of chili on their cheeseburgers there. Okay. And here I cannot find any chili on cheeseburgers. Can we help DJ? Can we help DJ out? Sorry, uh, she's looking for the chili on a cheeseburger. There has to be a place in Edmonton that offers this up. I Anyway, text yeah, us at 103939 or call us. I, I bet you there's some arenas that maybe do it. The che- Like the cheese bun. We're not talking about the, uh, what do they call that, uh, a man witch. No. Or the Sloppy Joes. Yeah. It's got to have patty and chili. Did Red Robin didn't do that, did they? I don't know. R.I.P.? I don't think so. No. How is this not a thing? It, maybe it is. We'll find out. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And uh, coming up at 7.35 or so, Freestyle Friday, let's just say we're doing something different, unconventional, which is something that uh, I'm scared to even bring this subject up because yesterday, holy cow, did we ever hear from people on both sides of it. Uh, Basically, Williams Lake, British Columbia, there's a swimming pool. 
And uh, a young mother was in the swimming pool, swimming or doing whatever she was doing right in the pool. And she was breastfeeding in the pool, not once, but twice. She's breastfeeding in the pool. Because of that, they kicked her out of the pool. And uh, again, she was upset. The pool did have a rule that you're allowed to breastfeed in there, and which my, you got tossed anyway. My wife gave me heck yesterday because she said, you were talking about it and you never mentioned, she breastfed both of our children. We're huge pro-breastfeeding parents. Uh, everybody in this room agrees it's wonderful if you can do it, great. Um, but, you know, Crystal was just kind of, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, Crystal, but right in the swimming pool was, you know, the thing that kind of made it go like, yeah. oh. And I think I think people misunderstood and thought that we were shaming her. Right. And we all wanted to make it clear, you can breastfeed wherever you want. Sure. Just please don't do it in the pool where I'm swimming. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to swim in it. And then we got, You can do it wherever you like. Yeah. Just don't do it next to me in the pool. No, no, no. no. Do it next to me in the chair. Not in the pool. Yeah, oh, like wow. so, you could do it right beside you. Totally, I'll hold the kid for you. But yeah, I hold yeah. the bottle. Usually. What if I uh, like? D- what's the amount of water I'm allowed to be in? Can I dip an ankle? <laughs> sure, sit on the edge and dip an ankle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, but don't be right in right. the pool. And we got a lot of texts from people saying, "Well, there's all kinds of gross crud in the pool anyway." So who? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, then why are you feeding your kid in there anyway? And why are you in it? Yeah. If there's that. And also, this is how society descends into chaos when you tell us that all these things are in the pool. Yeah. Then, you know, no, you need to not have these things in the pool. So don't pee and, you know. Okay. I'd like to think that most people don't. Yeah. But that's like, look, I'm going off already. Anyway. All right. Yes, yeah, she gets fired up. Mad. So anyway, we took some calls about it, including this one. Probably about five, six years ago. And I'm with my uh, best friend, her daughter, her fiance. We're at Millennium Pool. We're sitting in the hot tub, and there's a mom sitting on the ledge. Her kid's old enough to be in the kiddie pool or the pool by themselves. Yeah. Uh, the kid runs into the hot tub, and the mom's talking to someone else, just rips down her bathing suit, is standing, and just starts sucking on her boob. <laughs> Everyone in the hot tub was like, what is going on? <laughs> and she just it didn't even bathe her. <laughs> really? So many yes. issues here. Hey, yo, mom. Yes. <laughs> Just going for a couple of laps. I can use some hydration. <laughs> the kid must have been like three or four years old. And I was just like, what? Everyone was like, I seen so many people leave the hot tub because they were like, this is kind of disturbing. <laughs> was the kid standing? The kid was standing. He was able, he was in the other pool by himself without his parents. Yeah. Then just decides to come and she's talking just comes down, rips down her her bathing suit uh, bikini top, and just starts sucking on her tube. Yeah. Amazing <laughs> human hamster bottle <laughs> at the old Millennium Pool. So let me let me guess the the hygiene was not what you were shocked about. Needless to say, I've never been to Millennium Place since. <laughs> really? Wow! You you were that disturbed. Wow, it's yes. it's funny because Matt and I are going today. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> don't pull down my bathing suit, Christopher. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Sorry, I'm just getting all sweaty for this rap. I'm. Worried. She's airing her pits. She dabs her pits before freestyle Friday. I'm not Jack. <laughs> Jack doesn't sweat ever. So <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, again, thank you for uh, listening, and we apologize for this, although we do hear for more people than more positives and negatives about Freestyle Friday, but we're doing something different this week because of the story from Williams Lake, British Columbia, where the lady, and again, we all love the breastfeeding. It's all good. But uh, again, the, the problem was that they were doing it, she was doing it right in the pool. And the argument is you can't eat in the pool, so why should a little baby get to eat in the pool? Like, just get out of the pool 
and breastfeed on the side. We're not jealous. We just don't want the food spilling. Okay. And then we swim in it. Crystal doesn't want that. So uh, You're lucky I'm not a germaphobe because I'd be out of control right now if I was. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to pee in every pool before you get in it from now on. (laughs) It's going to be the way it is. So instead of spinning the wheel, we're all going to do the subject of uh, breastfeeding babies in the pool, in the water. Matt, uh, you're closest to, to Maverick, who's shooting this for a Facebook video a little later on, so you get to go first. Doesn't really matter. You got a good beat, so you should be good. I don't like the saxophone in it, the, the horns, but <laughs> oh, I'll deal with it. Don't be picky. Are you ready? Here we go. Get what yeah. you get. I'm gonna wait for the next like startup here. All right. I think you Go missed it. <laughs> Just went for a run down the water tube. My son looks at me and I know he wants the boo. I gotta feed him, but leaving the pool, you get the chill. So it's gonna happen. Watch out for my milky oil spill. (laughs) Bikini or one piece, out comes the feeder. (laughs) I hope my milk doesn't Dissolve in the water. <laughs> I call it. I got it. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, okay. That's all you need. That's all you need. That was okay, Matt. That was good. You like that? Thanks yeah. for that visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. When you said tube, I knew exactly <laughs> where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I had a rhyme for that. You took it. Are you ready, Crystal? I'm ready. All right. Oh, this, yeah. Oh, this is East like. East Coast beat right here. This is a breastfeeding beat. Well, everything that I say is sounds like a limerick anyway. So. Time to latch on. Here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't breastfeed in the pool. I'm off the beat. <laughs> That's why they make the rules. This music sucks. <laughs> Don't spill the milk, please. I don't want to bathe in your cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Milk is okay. Anytime, anyplace. Just not here. It's grimy. In my face. In your face. Okay. I'm out. You ever heard the Baz Luhrmann song, Always Wear Sunscreen? Yes. That's what you sound like. You sound like Baz Luhrmann just kind of talking through it. That was bad music. Chris is up. I'm ready. Bring us home, anchor. Sexy All right. music. So you're hanging out at the pool with your one-year-old, so I guess that's cool. He's swimming by, and he starts to drool. To not feed him would make you a fool. You pull it out, and you give him a sip. <laughs> that mama's milk runs down his lip. So I say, yeah, let's make it a rule. At Terwilliger, let's build ourselves a titty pool. Yeah, not bad. Points for use of the word. I still like the please and cheese. Yeah, the che- please and cheese was pretty good. <laughs> Sorry. That's hey, all right. I think we should all shake hands. Good performance today, gang. Good performance. All right. What do you think? Who won? Who lost? As always, Texas at 103.939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Probably a perfect subject to talk about on a Friday morning as we get set for your weekend. Uh, Matt, go ahead. We're going to talk about great beers. Okay. But so not, I'm not talking about like, not oh, the beer I love specifically. Alley Cat, Apricot, or I love, you know, this craft beer, or that beer. Mm-hmm. The beer is inconsequential, the type of beer you're going to drink. Right. We're talking about the setting in which the makes the beer great. Right. For example, you're a Edmontonian, you're about to leave on a vacation. A great beer would be that beer at the Chili's. 
That's a great beer. Oh, at the airport. Yeah. That first airport, no worries beer. How about like you're at the hotel the, at the balcony at 7 p.m. with your friend's beer? That's a great beer. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay, I get it. Yeah. You're at the resort, a long flight, six hours. You finally get that first free beer there. That, my friend, is a great beer. What about the people that can't wait to get to the resort and they get the beer from the uh, from 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 the the vendor as they were leaving to get on their bus? A more expensive beer. That's called the Sweeney beer because yeah. I've seen them drop eighty bucks on like six beers. Yeah, and Bob Sweeney Jackson. Can it be free when you get there? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Another great beer: the Sunday afternoon beer in the garden beer. The after-home reno beer is another great beer. Okay, You've earned one. the beer. Okay, Crystal. Okay, my husband makes a great burger. It's a big production, but so we on the grill. The burger is perfect. The bun, the, you have everything on your plate. Right. You've got something great to watch on TV. You're sitting. Everything is within reach. You don't have to go to the bathroom. You don't have to let the you know dog, cat, whatever. You can for sure sit there for like a good half an hour. Put your chair up. You know, the remote's within reach. Your burger is ready. Nobody needs to go get. I hate having to get up once I'm settled in. Yes. And then Corona to go with that beer. Bang. That's Just a great like that. beer. Okay, I here's got a, a great beer. beer, Chris. This is my favorite beer. Yeah. It only happened a couple years in the past decade. Yeah, the playoff beer. Oh yes, you hit that when it was Rexall. Yes, you step into that arena, atmosphere is electric. You get that first beer. That, my friend, is a great beer. That's a great beer. Okay, I got a beer for you. I'm going back to the farm. Fire up that tractor. You stepped in the combine. You've already You're, had six. Drinking and driving. <laughs> You're in the combine all day long, right? Mum brings out meal, the meal in the field. You you get out, off that combine or whatever it is, and mum's uh, got the uh, goulash, rice, and hamburger dish of yummies. Sure. And you get to crack yourself a cold pilsner. Oh, that's good beer right That's there. a good beer right Is that there. a lunch beer or an, you're done and it's that's the end of the day? That's the done beer. You're okay. d- you know, you're just wrapping up. Because I can't day drink. I wouldn't be able to farm anymore. That, no. Whatever the- I think a lot of farmers are getting absolutely smashed. They don't. Okay. No. <laughs> Harvest season. <laughs> From space, we can look down and see that that line is not straight. I've been, hey, another great beer yeah. is the, you know, the bachelor party beer. Early in the morning beer. We have no worries beer. Oh, the yeah. start of your day drinking beer. Breakfast beer. The breakfast beer. It'll cure a hangover. You mean after the party? <laughs> no, no. Before the party oh, okay, gets before going. Before the things go wrong. Okay. Do we, we need to play breakfast beer now. Hang on. Say say something else while I'm doing this. Oh, here's a great one somebody said. Huh. The first campsite beer. Oh, yeah. That's a great oh, one. Yes. You see the tent yes. set up. The fire's going. Yeah. You got the food ready. But are you allowed to drink at campsites? Oh, you are yeah, now again. Yeah, thanks, sure. Thanks, Kenny. That's right. Okay, we made what? that happen. You couldn't drink at campsites? No, I don't think you could bring alcohol in, could you, for a while? Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, let's play this song. And in the meantime, you tell us about your favorite beer. Again, the beer that... It's not the specific beer. It's where you're drinking it that makes it awesome. All right. Here's Gord Badford on Kissin'. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Gord Bamford and Breakfast Beer. He's got the Redneck Music Fest coming up on March 19th uh, with Jess Moskaluk, Jojo Mason, and other guests at the Tri-Leisure Center in Spruce Grove. Out in Spruce Grove, that's Kissing Country, and we'd love for you to join us. Uh, you'll probably have a beer or two when we're out at that event, I'm guessing. And we're talking about that perfect spot, that perfect place, that uh, scenario that makes the beer taste as good as it could possibly taste. Great beers. Yes. Got a, got a text, uh, speaking of music festivals, first beer after setup at BBJ. Oh, oh yeah. One of many yeah. to be consumed. <laughs> this could be the best. Nicole says, the first beer after you finally had your baby and stopped breastfeeding. 
Okay. That is a okay. great beer. Yeah. First beer at the Ball Diamond at the first softball game. Oh, especially a Friday night before a tournament. You're out in Edson, maybe. Mm-hmm. You get there. You're finally set up. You mm-hmm. got your spikes on. Slow get pitch, the gear out. Slow pitch doubleheader cider. That's a good one, too. I, yeah. It's hard for those weekday work people because one beer turns into six real quick. You don't want to be... <laughs> Nightmare hangover. (laughs) I feel like we're helping people with their mental health. This beer talk is a great morning meditation on a Friday. I'm so relaxed listening to this. (laughs) That's funny. Hey, Marco, what's a great beer for you? Carter might understand this one. It's the hunting beer. The hunting beer. Oh, yeah, that's a good beer. I'm going to lay it out there for you. Late night, got your animal, you bring it back, you dragged it out for two miles, got home, skinned them out, you take the back straps off. You cut the back straps. A nice steak medallion. A little bit of garlic butter. Nice medium rare on a beautiful plate of fried potatoes. And then you crack the, the beer. There it's it is. Perfect. <laughs> You've taken me to a place. <laughs> I feel like I got to go and hunt something. <laughs> I can hear the deer screaming. <laughs> I want to eat a snow hare from my neighborhood now. <laughs> It doesn't scream. It doesn't scream. No. It's okay. No. It's okay. It, it says thank you. It sizzled on the grill. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for c- calling my numbers. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.